0: think fit be fit fans I have a special guest today all my guests are special but this one has literally been inside me so this is a really special guest (laughs) which is Dr. Sherry Charlotte Tash I can't uh, sometimes your mouth, your name is such a mouthful, but I say that she's been inside me because she is my dental practitioner and you know she's an amazing uh, forward-thinking dentist here in Northern Virginia. She's changed my life. Absolutely. I, you know, through her work, not only is my smile more radiant, of course, but it's also like her work has allowed me to heal so many other things and has opened up my perspective on what it means to take care of our mouth. And it's just like such an important organ. And I just can't believe I didn't know some of this before. So thank you for being here, Dr. Sherry.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me today, Jen.
0: Yes. Well, I've been asking you for a while, so I'm not going to (laughs) be shy about it. Can you tell us um, your just your formal introduction? You have so many letters and so many awards, so I I don't want to cut them short. So please tell us.
1: Yes, I will just give you a quick summary and background. I went to MCD for uh, dental school, graduated in two thousand nine, and um, I had some health issues back in like twenty ten myself, and I had a friend who was a holistic dentist. And he was like, do you have mercury in your mouth? And I was like, yes, I think that they placed some metal in my mouth when I was in dental school. So it was like, first thing we do, we got to get it out. You got to detox and you, you have to be clear and clean so your thyroid function can come back up. So we don't think about a lot of times what we do or what we eat or like if we exercise or not, it affects like a lot of things. And one area that we get the most exposure from is when we go to the dentist, we get fillings, we get crowns, we get different treatments, and we don't think about it if these materials are safe for us or not. Mm. So after my own health experience, I started looking into biological dentistry and got all my trainings and still there is a lot more to learn and uh, we'll continue. I love it. It just Mm. keeps me going. And uh, I like the challenge Mm. and I love helping patients. Mm.
0: Yeah, you do. I mean, I know that for a fact because you've helped me and then I've referred you multiple patients. So (laughs) I know how your work can impact the rest of the body because of, you know, my work is quite holistic looking at the neuromuscular system and how the muscles can um, be a part of like. What I think is not anti aging, but like youthful medicine, right? Like, how do we expand on what health is beyond not just being sick? And, like, in the, I'd imagine, like, in the, in dentistry, not having a toothache and having your teeth is like kind of people's bare minimum to understand, like, where their health is with their mouth. But yeah, I mean, let's take a different route with this conversation. Instead of just talking about dentistry, I want to talk about this huge, important thing that we have to ingest every day, which is oxygen. And unless you do, you have anything else to say before we get into the topic? No, of wonderful, I love that topic. Yeah. That is yes, airway dentistry, and just yeah, yeah. So when we see the term airway we're referring to literally like the back of our mouth and like, you know, tell us, tell us what we're looking at and what you look at as in the, you know, in the medicine, in the health way.
1: So uh, with the airway, we, when we see our patients, we do an assessment, airway assessment and TMJ assessment. Also the neuromuscular aspect that is very important that you touched on. Uh, Because if our muscles are not functioning right, then we'll be just bones and we'll fall apart. So Mm. our muscles are holding us upright together and posture, airway, uh, muscle functions are very important. So uh, things that we look at is uh, tongue posture, tongue size, overall muscle balance in the head and neck area. Also, we look at the back of the airway, which one of the things we use in chair side, first visit, we see our patient, is this tongue assessment where Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. analyze if you're able to see the uh, uvula, which is the little piece that hangs down in the back. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're able to see it or not, That if not, that would be an indication that there could be potential problems. So, uh, and in that case, we need to look deeper into the situation and see if uh, we can help the patient because there are some structural questions that come up with that type of positioning. And um, also, if we end up doing more analysis, then we would like to look into three-dimensional scans, the cone beam CT scan, to be able to measure the airway in three dimensions to see if the patient Structurally, have enough space for the air to go through. And then also we look at their jaw joint, the TMJ, to make sure this alignment and position is correct. And there is no wear going on because TMJ dictates how your neck is going to be positioned. They have like a bidirectional effect on each other. C1, C2 at less axis and cervical spine. The position of those two cervical spines have direct effect on the TMJ, same as TMJ and bite have effect on your neck. So, uh, if I can share my screen, I would be able to show how we measure the airway on a three dimensional cone beam scan.
0: Yes, well, yeah. So let's look at that. And you know, I already have like so many follow up questions and ideas because, like as you know, I work with people that have Ehlers Danlos syndrome. And they look at me like I'm crazy when I suggest, you know, a TMJ type of assessment, even though they're all getting treated for pain in their neck. So part of the reason I have this podcast is because there are so many different ways of like holistically looking at the body. And like the most basic one that people have is like, how do I balance myself out? and yes. they don't the, the only thing that comes to mind sometimes is like oh maybe it's calories in calories out maybe it's like stress and sleep um i need to balance that equation out but it's definitely it's it's simple on one layer of this but it's also very complicated in the other way this is the way that we're going right now because looking at the airways also going to give you a way to help their sleep help their oxygen uptake. And so that's why also so many dentists are you know, interested in snoring and apnea is because of this airway piece. So let's dive in.
1: Yes. Yes. And this is a piece of their puzzle. There are so many different pieces that they need to focus on. And uh, Dr. Jerry Tennant, he always mentions that, you know, you got to take care of any infection in your body, clear out any toxins take care of scars that you have had, emotions is big factor Mm -hmm. in health and uh, all the other um, areas that you mentioned. So can you see my screen? Yeah. So this is a three-dimensional scan of somebody. And uh, we look at the sides of the jaw, look at the notching. This patient has, uh, just by looking at the notching, this patient has muscle dysfunction going on because they are clenching and grinding and they're causing this hypertrophy of the side of the jaw. So we create that notch. When we look at somebody from the frontal view, because they have the soft tissue, they have the nice muscles covering it, we won't be able to tell if this is going on. So from the scans, we would be able to see the evidence. So I want to show you this patient. One uh, nice thing is that we can measure the airway here Mm. in three dimensions.
0: So
1: that looks a little small to me. Yeah, it was small. So we're going to see with the calculation of the volumetric measurement, what does the software give us?
0: Mm. Yeah, so I've, I've had the privilege of sitting in your office and looking at my head. (laughs) On, <laughs> on the software, and yes. it's fascinating. Like you can see sinuses, cavities. Mm-hmm. We can see neck alignment. We can see the jaw, like the the disc of the jaw. Not like an MRI picture, but we can you know see just so much. Obviously, like the jaw and like the roots and yes. oh, so yes. cool. Anyways,
1: when we look here, you can see there uh, there are color coded chart on the side. So their measurement on the side, we like the patients to stay close to 500 milliliter space volume available, which is the green and blue zone. If they're dropping to the red zone, that is very tight. So this patient, Mm. actually, we have done a sleep study on this person and they had moderate sleep apnea. Mm. And their neck, also, you can see how they're losing that uh, nice lordotic curve. The neck doesn't look Right. So when I
0: see this in my office, I can see people's head forward. Yeah. And forward yeah, posture. forward head posture. Um, this is not something I can correct as a muscle activation technique specialist. Uh this is something that does concern me though, because with fitness, we're looking at people's tolerances. And if they're not getting enough air through their narrow airway and They're not able to basically recover or have like a really effective exercise session. Really, the chemicals of exercise all rely on oxygen, you know, on on a very basic level. So
1: Yes, uh, absolutely. So um, this person also has, uh, I'll show you the sinus area. So right now we are looking inside the sinus here. And you can see in the sinus, there is something growing or a cloudiness. So the sinus wall is right here. So this person had, and this is like some form of cyst formation inside the sinuses. So not only this person has issues in the back of the tongue because of the positioning of the jaw, uh, the retreated jaws, when the jaw is back, both the TMJ and the airway would be affected. So patients will have tight airway. Patients will have a grinding, clenching issue, Some maybe uh, facial pain. Sometimes they are asymptomatic and have no pain. And 80% of the population that have sleep apnea will never find out that they have sleep apnea because hmm. it's so undiagnosed. Um, hmm. We don't look oh. at it. And somebody coming in with high blood pressure, they're automatically put on blood pressure medication instead of taking a step back and saying, okay, let me assess why this person has a high blood pressure. A lot of people that have sleep apnea, have high blood pressure, are on blood pressure medication. So if they are able to correct that airway, the poor heart doesn't have to work so hard to keep pumping because this is tight. And they're
0: obstructing. Yeah, this is a, a, yeah, it's a chronic disease cycle that is obviously unfortunate, but it's also, you know, like you said, a thing that we need to take a step back from and question things like sleep. So this person, in order for them to be able to kind of function better
1: and optimize uh, their Um, health, they need to get sinuses cleared up because that mass in the sinus is clogging them up. Most likely that's a big mass. Mm -hmm.
0: It looks like,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. And a lot of times the base of the roots of the maxillary molars are, uh, they are very close to sinus. Sometimes they stick into the sinuses and some of these patients have dental infections, tooth infection. This Patient doesn't have tooth infection, but a lot of people that have masses in their sinuses, they have some sort of tooth infection that needs to be ruled out Hmm. and uh, needs to be treated. The sinuses need to be treated so the patient can do a correct functional breathing through the nose. And um, also the air passages behind the tongue needs to be clear, uh, structurally in a correct position to balance out and allow the patient to Use the pathway to breathe in and out.
0: So, of one of the things that people don't understand is that tongue position is a real, you know, thing that can be examined. It's probably really unique in, in to until a you know each individual, but also something that impl- has implications for overall health.
1: Yes. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And um, so with this scan, we can, as I said, we can see also the jaw joint here. We go to the joint and this joint right here, Mm -hmm. there, I see somewhere in the back of the joint, the joint needs to be sitting lower down and it's too far back. So when the jaw, the whole structure is back, then that causes the airway, as we saw, to be tight. So a lot of these people could benefit from oral appliance therapy to reposition the jaw, expand the area, to create more room for the tongue, to uh, sit in the proper position and uh, improve. And also during that time when they're doing all that, they need to see physical therapists, muscle activation therapists such as yourself. We shared a lot of patients Mm -hmm. where... the the results for those patients were a lot better and they were moving through my treatments a lot easier because they were working with you at the same time. Because as we like muscles change the bone formation in adults and kids, no matter what age you are. So we can change the bone through muscle. That, so, that's
0: huge like I, I think that needs to be underlined people that that's something that also isn't commonly known or even it, it it's even not even accepted as mm-hmm. a possibility that bone can change And mm-hmm. I think the cool thing to also highlight here is that y- you love your scans like you have so much like kind of visual, data on that it can change right oh yes yes and
1: as the maxilla upper jaw has expanded and there's more room up there you can see comparison between this arch to this arch the airway size has increased this is a lot narrower this is three times wider
0: cool okay so the arch means the top of The mouth, for better or worse description, there. Um, And it's so the arch is literally like it's you guys that, like, with your tongue in your mouth, aren't going to kind of feel that it's an arch. But believe it or not, it's, you know, it's literally like the arch of your mouth. So that's what it's called. And, um, you know, you've got some very special tissues and bones sitting right above it. And sure. oh my gosh, so many nerves. <laughs> and nice. so, what this picture is looking at is like it just—it uh, doesn't even look like the same mouth, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could kind of probably trick me on this one, but yeah, I, I'm going to but- take your word for it that it is the same mouth.
1: <laughs> okay, you had a mercury
0: filling here. And oh yeah, right there here. it is. Yeah, same one. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: So it's so I'll show you one of our. A younger patients over here. Mm -hmm. So imagine you can see on the slide that the chin is far back and this poor child was just suffering. I'm so glad that mom was so proactive, got him started early. We, at the same time, we were working with a physical therapist to make sure he is retraining what has all the muscles and also correct breathing patterns, because sometimes people Breathe, but they are breathing shallow. And you trained me on some of the good breathing exercises when we were working. When you were yep. working on me, because I come to you and you were like, when you activate a muscle, it's so amazing because you know, yeah, you are just healing your own body. God gave us this amazing thing that can do many things if we if we yeah. use the function.
0: And and what we're doing, you know, the neuromuscular components, one thing, but. For you know, muscle performance, but on the underlying piece of that is each time I'm doing muscle activation techniques or using my equipment, the CRTS, we are increasing oxygen to and in the joint. And that's I mean, there's no medicine that can say that they really do that. In fact, they probably do the opposite, which is take away resources such as oxygen from the tissues. Absolutely. So yeah, that'll be a whole, that, that'll that be a round table, <laughs> oxygen <Yeah>. round table. <laughs> you know
1: about oxygen, uh, yeah. when we do our uh, surgeries, when we are removing infection and things like that, we use ozone and ozone is oxygen, three molecules of oxygen together. And when I, I haven't done a procedure without ozone. When I do any fillings, any restorations, any surgeries, any infection removal from the jaw, always, I always use the laser back here and ozone. Because by doing that, by delivering the oxygen to the joint, to the bone, to the tissues, I don't even have to give them pain medication mm-hmm. or
0: antibiotics.
1: Mm-hmm. So imagine that. So oh, well, to I, I, I can
0: say yes i understand <laughs> i've been there i mean you know we just did i guess it's a restoration with the implants is that a restoration yeah yes. and the o- oxygen was a part of every single part of the oh, oh sorry o- ozone was part of the process each step and yes. yeah and my jaw you know it healed and we could see like the changes. And I would imagine my my process was quite smooth compared to someone that might have not had the ozone treatments.
1: Yes. So uh, with this patient over here, uh, we had to work a lot to bring his lower jaw forward, but you can see at the end, you can see how he almost had no chin. And then the chin, not mm-hmm. only he's going to grow up having more confidence because the aesthetics is improved, but more importantly, we have the airway function improved. We can only live without oxygen for a few minutes. And if this child is laying down every night and he has, um, I don't know, 10, 20 apneic episodes, imagine what that effect would be on all his organs. Over time, we are taxing all the organs and things are not going to function properly.
0: Yeah. I think I saw something on y'all's uh, social media about like not joking, not thinking like snoring is cute. Yeah. Was that you guys? That makes perfect yeah. sense. Like why would you tease someone about this? I mean, it, it's a very important marker of health. And, I, you know, it's just one of those like cultural things that like seatbelts and smoking cigarettes you know, it kind of has to go. Like, we have to, yes. you know, stop celebrating like overworking, and we have to stop teasing people about snoring. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, like, you you you're not going to go to a doctor about something that you're ashamed of. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not. You, I'm sure of, of all professions, dentistry knows that.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you see, like these little kids, infants or toddlers, like they take pictures of them. They're sleeping and their mouth is open. And uh, as so. you said, they say but then parents need to be aware that this is a warning sign, and they need to take corrective actions because if the mouth is open, they're not using their nose for breathing, and there is an issue that they need to figure out what the root cause is. Why is the person not breathing through their nose? Uh, is it food allergies? Are they do they have nasal congestion? Is their tonsil swollen? Whatever is happening, then they they need to look into corrective action early on so we the patient doesn't grow in a dysfunctional muscle position, jaw position,
0: yeah. posture. Wow. So let's go into a hypothetical situation about me. I, as a child, was one of those kids that had sinus infections, quote unquote, you know, was treated with antibiotics, had my tonsils removed. As you know, I was like really over medicated with antibiotics as a child. And I, you know, I really think that it's totally impacted the, the, the biology of who I am now. I think that I've done a lot of work to heal and correct these things, but I think it, you know i think it affected my bone growth as a child i think it you know affected multiple things and obvi- and i do believe that it impacted my my mouth ph or mouth biome mm-hmm. and yeah i mean so i feel like again like one it's just like the sinus thing and the like the tonsil thing and a uh, child sleeping with his/her mouth open. These are all things that we need to, you know, be educated on.
1: Absolutely, because yeah. you can't so- change somebody's life. I was a mouth breather growing up, and I had a lot of nasal congestion, and the reason behind it was food allergies,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I did not know any of that. So yeah. it's good to educate parents to take actions early on.
0: Yeah, I think mine was a like a dairy problem as well. I think I also think I was uh, exposed to a lot of fertilizers as a young person as well, and that, yeah. So it's just like this. I don't know, you know, which one. If I if I could say okay, which one would you take away? <laughs> um, I guess you know if I had to if I had that power, I would say oh maybe. Or if I have my own child and I say okay what am i going to you know be focused on i think it's going to be like that food allergy and also looking at how they're sleeping wow yes. so so yes. much so many things bouncing around in my head right now anyways and, uh,
1: as we we're talking about nutrition and diet and food allergies i've tried like i you know i have one daughter and uh with her Through daycare and pre-K, it's like the food they feed these kids in school is not good. I would pack my own lunch. Mm -hmm. She is not going to go to school and eat the basically junk that they feed them because it's not providing any nutrients. It is just eventually going to cause a lot of issues that we see in a lot of adults. Like, uh, IBS and all kinds of stuff that we have to deal with.
0: Mm, wow. And, you know, again, like when they say the mouth is a gateway to overall health, I think we just really went a roundabout way of of talking about that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> starts right here. Whatever you yeah. put in,
1: how you function, and then everything else
0: wow. comes. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so what are we on to next? This air, the airway pictures are pretty. I I, I mean, like, yeah, I, I can definitely, like, the visual part of this is so interesting. I, and I remember sitting in your office and you were like, well, look at your airway. I was like, oh my God, I'm so proud. And so let's like circle back to the, the oxygen piece. And, you know, what else do we want to say? Do you want to say on that?
1: So um, this is just improving the structure and the space for the oxygen to go through. So uh, as we age, we lose that or our body kind of gets slower on collagen production. So we, our skin kind of sags more, tissue sags more. Uh, unless you're doing tongue exercises and uh, myofunctional exercises all the time, then we see in this picture that the soft palate is sagging down and the tongue is swollen. So, by application of the laser, which is non surgical, it's just uh, basically laser light that with different frequencies, we activate the soft tissues and body's own ability to lay more collagen so the tissue can firm up again and the space can open up again.
0: Hey, you all know what a fan I am of lasers and light treatment. So yeah, Yeah. no, no argument here. (laughs) Yes. I have seen your light in your uh, room. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The puppy is using it too.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. I would never, I would never do any procedure, be any dental procedure without my laser because it reduces the chance of root canal by 90%. I mean, that is just that. When they told me that, I was like, I don't care how much it is. I'm going to get it. For my patients, uh, we want to avoid the chance of root canals as much as possible. And also, it increases the bond strength, it regenerates dentin and bone. And uh, a lot of different effects and benefits. So it's yeah. Wonderful. And again,
0: like bone regeneration, another you know huge part of dentistry that isn't really talked about. I mean, it's usually the opposite. You know, you're taking care of taking out bone. You know, taking out
1: yes, yes. Yeah. Um, patients that are they have periodontal disease, they can benefit from bone regeneration through laser. It not only removes the bacteria, kills all the viruses, funguses. I don't know patients that have Lyme disease, they have uh, the Lyme issues, they, mm-hmm. they have the uh, spirochetes. So when we do the microbiome testing or when we do the dark field uh, microscopy, we see all these bugs going around <laughs> and they moving and all that. Laser helps uh, knock off all those bacteria and viruses. Also, ozone uh, breaks their cell wall. They cannot exist next to oxygen. <laughs> there are anaerobes. And then um, also, uh, we were able to uh, clean out the diseased tissue and what the different frequencies activate body's own ability to lay whatever what that used to be there. Mm. Like, you know, you still have your cells there that can regenerate. If, but also the patient has to have a good diet, good supplementation, good diet, and no stressed
0: emotions and just clear things out. I mean, yeah, that's emotions. That's another huge topic, I think. For a profession that you know, claims to like treat TMJ, And then not talk about like an emotional component to that is really Mm -hmm. interesting. You and I have talked about parasites and teeth grinding. That affects your emotional health too. There's so many components. Again, like the mouth is the gateway to health. Like that's, and that's why we're having this on Think Fit, Be Fit, right? We, um, every year, I take a month as part of our season, our yearly calendar to you know check in with my holistic health providers and functional medicine and you know i think a sleep practitioner would be great on the podcast because you know we we hear the terms balance and de-stress and holistic often but i think so many people are using them in a in just a marketing sense Yes, and I think that you're a prime example of of what it means to be like truly whole mouth. And mm-hmm. a lot of the advertisements that people will see for dentistry that is like we fix TMJ and that kind of thing. And it's just like no, you're they're just offering you a brace or a guard, right? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, this TMJ care. The it's actually. Uh, orthopedic phase. It's not orthodontics. Orthodontics is moving teeth around. Orthopedics is positioning the jaw and the muscles in a balanced position so the patient can function better. So phase one, if somebody has TMJ or retreated jaw should always be orthopedic appliances to reposition the jaw for expansion and correct postures and then moving the teeth around to get that cosmetic effect with orthodontics. So in a normal jaw situation where the jaw is balanced and lined up, the disc is sitting in between the two bones, the head of the condyle, which is the handle of the lower jaw and the base of skull. Hmm. Uh, So the disc is protecting as the jaw moves, the disc is right there.
0: Oh, Oh, I love this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, and the bite is fitting well together. That these are like example of muscles. Muscles are functioning right. But when we have someone that has a bite that is retruded, then that bite affects the jaw position, which you can see now things don't line up, and the disc is out. Mm-hmm. See how the lines don't line up. And if this patient starts opening and trying to move, they hear that click because the the jaw has to click, click forward, click back on the disc. So eventually they will see wear and damage on the bone because when we go bone to bone contact, we'll have damage here. And then guess what? what's gonna happen to their teeth? They're gonna grind and flatten their teeth because this position is not comfortable here.
0: Mm -mm.
1: So, and then the jaw is set back, so they have a tighter airway. What's going to happen is they're going to do self-CPR. They're going to keep grinding their teeth. And eventually, they're going to wear down the disc, wear down the bone here, wear down their teeth. So those are all signs of TMJ. They might not have any facial pain. Uh, If they do, then they're more symptomatic. But yeah. So in this case, what we use is we do electromyography. We use an EMG machine and a combing scan. We figure out the measurements and uh, relax the jaw. And also we like them to see you or a physical therapist, uh, somebody who can work with the muscles to balance them out before they come to us for final bite for their orthotic. We get them an orthotic, neuromuscular Mm -hmm. orthotic. This is not like any piece of uh, guard or anything. It's an actual neuromuscular orthotic because it's made out of measurements from their electromyography. Cool. And um, then what happens is we eventually would be able to either create a disc if they have fully worn down their disc and help with repositioning the joint. No orthodontics can do this. This is orthopedics. This is jaw ah. orthopedic repositioning the uh, joint. And this will have effect on the neck. So while they are going through This phase, they must have, uh, they must work with a practitioner such as yourself who is able to balance out their hips, their knees, Mm -hmm. their shoulders, their uh, cervical spine. Yeah, we can't just fix the TMJ. TMJ mirrors hip joint. So if one is off, no matter what I do here, it's going to get pulled off by the fascia and Mm. pull off the muscle.
0: It's just it it really disheartens me when I have a client that has that I know like has t m j dysfunction, and they're they're paying me a couple hundred dollars an hour to work with their muscles, and I know it's just gonna go right back to you know dysfunction without you know addressing this t m j piece and the disheartening part is that they're really not interested to explore, you know, the the ortho orthopedic, you know, route with someone like yourself. Right. Yes. Um, and- I think one of the other things that would be really important for you to talk about is the appliances, the DNA and the ALF, because people are starting to look for these things. So I feel like a good, like just a solid, you know, definition and looking at the terms would be really helpful for myself and for others as well.
1: So ALF is uh, Advanced Light Fire uh, Functional. It is an osteopathic appliance. It is very gentle. It's my favorite appliance. (laughs) I used to use uh, more DNA appliances, but DNA appliance covers, they cover the palate So then it affects the tongue posture and we are trying to, at the same time, correct the tongue posture. So uh, the appliance that I favor most is uh, the ALF appliance and upper ALF, lower neuromuscular uh, orthotic, depending on the patient case. And uh, so with the ALF, the forces that are created are very minor so patient doesn't feel much discomfort because mm-hmm. uh, for older type of appliances where they are lock and key like uh, so this is an example of a DNA appliance here mm-hmm. so it has you see it's bulky and mm-hmm. imagine yeah. having to put this in your mouth so and then we have the ALF appliance which is a lot
0: Uh, less bulky. Yeah. Yeah. One looks like a hair clip. Another, another one looks like an ashtray. Right. (laughs) There's a big difference.
1: (laughs) This is what the ALF just fits right behind the teeth. Of course, this is not for this patient. I'm just trying to fit it over this model. It's not going to fit over, but it's going to sit right next to your palate. It's going to, um, very gentle it just mimics the force that we would normally get from the correct tongue posture and uh, it helps guiding the tongue in a correct position and also every month we adjust the ALF to Mm -hmm. gain the expansion or forward movement that we need depending on the patient case and also, other than the dental benefits, it has osteopathic benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, being that It relaxes all the tensions between all the uh, cranial bones here. So we have all these sutures. So by the only way we can access anything in the head is through the palate here. Mm-hmm. So we go through the palate, and when we put the ALF in, and when we activate it, then the mid-palatal suture is activated the whole uh, base of the nose and all this other sutures that are connected to the area will get released. The tension would get released when, when we do ALF, we like to again work with an osteopath or a cranial sacral therapist who can help with,
0: you know, muscles. And like, yeah, I've been a part of that process with a few of our shared uh, patients and yeah, it's really interesting because you see like i can I can see the shifts happening because some of the folks that I'm referring to, I've seen once a week where yes. you're you're adjusting them like once a month. and then some of the people I've seen once a month, and you know you're adjusting them once a month. and yeah, you you can see, I mean, you know, there's one standout case in in particular, like her pain and stability has dramatically improved through mm. you know opening on the airway and the sinus work and i mean yeah tension and then and i'm only saying this because i i really believe that the the tension in, in the sutures really can have a full body like effect and it's man it's definitely worth having a a medical practitioner know what they know what that stuff is <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. So let's, are we moving into this head jaw spine connection? This is very cool. Sure. Yes. We're already there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. as,
1: As we can see how many bones and cranial nerves and teeth, muscles, the joint, the two joints are involved in this whole structure here to hold it upright, hold it in the correct position. So if something is off let's say if the muscles are out of balance sometimes we see patients that have like longer bone on one side and shorter on the other so the mm-hmm. muscles have to compensate and then we have more pull on one side so through muscle activation you can affect the bones that are imbalanced mm mm-hmm. As you talked about this head forward head issue, forward head posture issue, when we have that forward head, there are all these muscles that are connected to that area that would get affected. So, all the hyoid muscles, uh, the, stern- the neck muscle, and a lot of people have, carry a lot of tension in their neck and they don't know that it's coming from having that forward head. It affects the shoulders. Sometimes the hands go numb because all the neuromuscular system is connected. And a lot of times we just look at one thing. Okay, you have pain yeah. here. Let me get... Add well, over time.
0: Yeah, the, the, how I explain it to people is that if that part of the body is off in the way that you're describing, it is really hard to manage your, your bones and your muscle f- proper function. There's n- less resources available to do so. And it's actually very difficult because of the the c1 c2 complex and when yes. that's off and that's we're we're talking about visual information balancing calculating Absolutely. gravity all of these things become a major task and yeah. um pain is just you know the um warning light right to you know, tell you basically either like we are having trouble moving and managing gravity and pressure, or it's just telling you, you know, th- that moving itself is just such a hard task. Yeah. And again, it's just something I see every single day, <laughs> every, yeah. every week, every week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and these, um, these pictures are fun. So we're looking at a side view and front. Of yes. the uh, body and the jaw and the bite,
1: yeah, and the bite, and then you, as you mentioned, the C one C two area. So the the body forms uh, functions on a um, triangle. So the TMJ, the bite, and the C one C two, they form a triangle, and they have to all be in balance. As if one is out, it pulls the other two out. Uh, same as uh, muscles the bite and the joint. So got to take care of the whole system. And mm-hmm. if uh, I had another image over here, where the right here, so you can wow. see the
0: Yeah. So you can see an excessive tilt in the pelvis all the way up to the head and yeah. in the frontal plane, left to right, you can certainly see it as well. Yeah. Big problem. And then, wow.
1: Uh, when this person goes in, they they have pulled one tooth at a time, they have pulled their teeth and they have had issues, looks like, with the bite and it's pulling one tooth at a time is not the, uh, you know, you you need to focus on balance and the postural and the alignment because that is huge. A lot of people that end up with uh, bone loss, infection in the teeth is because their tooth went through angina, it's like the forces, the this clenching, grinding, the imbalance was so high that the blood vessels cut off at the roots, root level. Wow. So the nerve died inside the tooth and they ended up uh, losing the tooth or wearing down the tooth severely. And then the bite got crooked or all these so it's just looking at the bigger picture. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We spent about like two hours during our initial exam and we look into details to make sure that we are not only focusing on the teeth and the gums, but also we are looking at the overall structure and alignment and also asking them about their nutritions and just uh, daily yeah. habits to see how we can help and what the missing link is.
0: Well, what are your favorite foods for, for, from your perspective? Cause you also have some training in nutritional and like alternative health sciences.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, we have to have a good balance of fat and proteins and some carb, uh, green leafy vegetables. So my favorite foods are, uh, avocados and I like the green salads, just, mm-hmm. you know, the mixed greens. I love cucumbers. I can snack on them all day. I love celery juicing. Lily, I'm kind of like a little lazy. So I wash the celeries and clean everything up with some lemon and cucumbers. And I let Lily juice for me. And she loves juicing. That's good. (laughs) And uh, I make daily smoothies, which is, uh, again, mixed green vegetables or uh, mixed green leaves and apple cider and I get the apple cider from Wegman. They have good ones. And, uh, I add some chia seeds in there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, sometimes I put a little bit of coconut oil and mix it all together Mm -hmm. and it
0: tastes pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And do you talk to your patients about food as well?
1: Yes. We do talk about food. A lot of my patients are, they have a they are like holistic minded, so they have done a lot of nutritional work and they are very interested in improving their health. A lot of them are already aware of what they need to do. If not, we help them and uh, we make sure that uh, we mention vitamin D3, K2, cod liver oils. Cod liver oil is great for not only overall health, but also dental health because it has vitamin A and D in it. And, also, keeping the uh, whole body more alkaline, not just your mouth, because we always test their pH to make sure they're staying more alkaline. Yeah, and uh, yeah. just staying away from processed food. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, anything that comes in a package is not good for you. Like anything that's boxed up is not going to be good. Go to the to the fresh source. And seeing-
0: I'm laughing as my my puppies drinking. Goat milk. <laughs> oh, nice. That, I milk. love goat milk. That's yeah. great. So does he. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's, yes. And also following the Weston A. Price um, diet mm. recommendation. That is huge because Weston A. Price was a dentist that he went around the world and tried to measure skulls and figure out why some people have better overall health and they're not getting dental decay, and some other people. Are getting dental decay. So he found
0: out it was mainly through diet. And then well you know, industrialized we, was his yeah. like, I think big the big light bulb for his sure, story. Yeah. He was like, whoa, these people in this continent don't have access to this package type of you know, right. manufactured food. And mm-hmm. the Sally Fallon Westney Price mm-hmm. uh, philosophy has is the foundation for so much of the holistic world like functional medicine world and like you said like he was a dentist and he saw like this vision for health through yeah through the mouth and the jaw and the head so interesting so I have two nutrition questions okay one how many times are you supposed to chew before you swallow
1: so depending on the food. Okay.
0: <laughs> but I feel like people don't chew.
1: Yeah, they don't. And especially when we grow up, we like we are always given puree food, all these soft foods. You know, the kids are not chewing on like not even apples, like, you know, you don't bite into apples anymore, like it or bite into fruits that are like a little harder to chew, like coconut. Coconuts are great. I like. I crack a coconut and give Lily coconuts to just chew on, and it just helps with all these muscles here. And you (laughs) want to chew it. Just keep chewing it till there's almost like it's. It's just Mm. like it's mixed so much with your saliva. Yeah, the saliva has digestive enzymes in it, and uh, it's it's not big pieces that you're swallowing. It's almost. You, you made your own puree, and then we can swallow.
0: Yeah. So, like having like a smoothie isn't always like you know it's it's a fix. It's like a fast, quick like fix. Yeah. But like, do you like chew when you have a smoothie just to like get your enzymes going? Um, so I keep I keep the smoothie in my mouth, and usually
1: because I put apples uh, chunks of apples in the smoothie, I have to chew them. So I.
0: That's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I might try, yeah, I might try that. And then do you help some of your patients with fasting if they're like having actual issues with chewing? Is like fasting, fasting, yeah, fasting an option for some people? So uh,
1: usually when it comes to fasting, we want to make sure they're like, uh, their adrenals are functioning properly. So we're not stressing the body and also their thyroid. I forgot Mm. to mention thyroid when we were talking about the tongue because if the thyroid is dysfunctional, then they will have swollen tongue and they will have airway issues and all these other things. But um, so I would consult with a functional medicine doctor to make sure their system is ready and I will leave it up to them to uh, discuss the fasting. But if the patient is on a healthier side, because we always measure their HRV, heart rate variability, so we can see if they have where are they on the scale of health Or do they like, is their mm-hmm. system so stressed that we like, we don't want to add any more stressors to their body. So if they're not, and they are pretty healthy, then I myself do some intermittent fasting, but I also listen to my body. It's I don't force things on a day that if I wake up and I feel that I need to eat, I um, eat a good breakfast. Like this morning, I knew that I would be talking to you. So I cooked uh, two eggs and avocado and I ate eggs, butter and avocado and some walnuts. So, and also pine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, and I love when like one way to balance the diet is having really good fats in there. Mm -hmm. So then it balances out your blood sugar and you're not hungry all the time.
0: As yeah. We were t- yeah. Oh, I was going to pivot to the thyroid but finish please finish yeah. your thought. Yeah, uh we were
1: talking about the sleep part.
0: Mm.
1: Uh another part of the sleep is sleep hygiene. So mm-hmm. people should not be eating right before bed and if they have blood sugar balance issues, they would need to like I love nut butters so they can do some nut butter with like, um, slice of apple to kind of keep their blood sugar balanced and steady throughout the night. So the body is not stressed and waking them up. And then also not, uh, watching TV and being on their phone two hours before because of the blue light issue.
0: Yeah. And then NF effects. Yeah. Hmm. Man, there's, there's a a whole nother podcast in here before we I guess, uh, sign off. I want to talk about the thyroid for a second. So you mentioned it a few times and then you just mentioned the thyroid in uh, regards to tongue and size and swelling. Can yes. you talk about that?
1: Sure. Uh, so if we have a issue with thyroid in uh, anywhere in the world because we are exposed to so many different toxins, And a lot of these toxins affect the thyroid function. So then we have pandemic of hypothyroidism, uh, thyroid functioning lower than normal. And then if that happens, then it affects uh, the whole body uh, function. Like our temperature is directed by the thyroid. Uh, A lot of different systems and functions are affected by thyroid. Our hormones are affected by thyroid function. So um, when we have lower thyroid function, a lot of our tissues swell up. So we have um, edema and also the tongue, like the size is just slightly bigger. So if that Hmm. happens, uh, we always, before treating patients for any appliance work, sleep apnea, we always want to know about their thyroid function because that is also a piece of puzzle that they need to clear out and work on. It's not Mm -hmm. that they can just like come to you and say, hey, uh, Jen, do these things and fix me up. They have to, they are their own best advocate and they have to find these pieces and they have to work on every piece to make it functional.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the thyroid piece is interesting. Um, I've kind of come to the conclusion that it might be smart for most of us just to have like a you know a plan to support our thyroid because mm-hmm. it is a de- it's a detoxing organ. I've also come to the conclusion that I think the immune system is not mm-hmm. like a defense system but it's just like a detox system, right? It's just like yeah. taking out trash all day long. So why are we calling it a defense system when it's like a detox thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Semantics. The Yeah. And like, it's a, it is a detox organ and it's like sitting right here. It's so close Mm -hmm. to any of the chemicals that we're exposed to. And it's also, how, how else does it get so exposed and vulnerable?
1: So, um, like when, for example, whatever we are using daily or I'll go to dental things that could affect the thyroid. So fluoride is one of the things that, uh, is like is not good for our thyroid also mercury mercury fillings the metal fillings are not good because they they have negative effects on the thyroid The reason for that is fluoride displaces iodine on thyroid hormones. When we go for a blood test, our hormones show up as normal, whereas the arm on the T3, T4 that were supposed to be filled by iodine are now filled by fluoride. So when that hormone gets into your cells, it's a non-functional hormone. Your cells do not recognize the message. So then they're like, okay, you know They tell you on your blood test Everything is normal,
0: but you don't feel good So then they say, it's all in your head Mm. Yeah, (laughs) and when your thyroid's off You really don't feel good One example I have I've gone off fluoride And have made other efforts to Be off fluoride (laughs) Um, Or less exposed to it And I you, you can know hydroxyyapatite hydroxy toothpaste i I am using that night clay okay. one yeah. that you had um yeah. but the other one I had with the thing that you mentioned, I don't know why I didn't like it that the, I like the clay one i i I just i like the it, way it feels feel more clean, yeah, yeah, and it's funny like that the clay I also use in a deodorant as well Mm -hmm. so it goes right here and it's not like aesthetically the best but i mean anything's better than putting (laughs) heavy metals into my body i don't know um (laughs) so yeah so thyroid again like when we come back down to like what really matters and it's gonna be like your hrv uh when it comes to fitness like all these things that you're measuring may not like indicate like actual health and mm-hmm. what i mean by health is like your body's ability to recover from exercise right. recover yeah. from everyday stress recover in my right in my sense right now is like my sleep's off because i have a puppy and i'm on the floor a lot more than i'm typically on the floor so these are new stresses in my life and but i have the ability to recover from it mm-hmm. and monitor it but without the without a healthy thyroid, it doesn't matter how much I monitor. like it, it because you know, I'm just shooting my own foot. and it's the same thing with the some of the hormone replacements. It sounds like it' you're you know you're not I don't know it's it's, not, it's just not it's like a fake measurement in a way. like they' they just right, see yeah. circulating hormone because you're yes. taking it, and it doesn't mean that it's being used, right? Or the thyroid is making that hormone, but because it has been exposed to toxins mm. and
1: uh, toxins are more reactive than whatever is on the hormone, they get attached to that hormone. So like material biocompatibility, we, as you were talking about your deodorant. So when we put like uh, any dental material in the mouth, being a crown filling or whatever it is, it needs to be compatible. And biomimetic, meaning that the body can tolerate it. So all these different metals, um, nickels, mixed metals, they are not, or even some composites, they have BPA, BIS-GMA, those are not safe for the body. They keep saying don't drink Uh from a BPA glass or the plastic cup, but they are in the fillings and they're permanently installed in the mouth. And they are, yes, white color fillings, but they have BPA in them. So you need to always be aware when you're going to the dentist, go to the people that are health conscious and they're going to go extra mile to look into dental materials for you, especially if you are, if there are other health issues going on. And I don't think for anybody, it's good to introduce any permanent toxins in their body.
0: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't be more grateful for your... Advisement on that and like the restorative work I've had done in my mouth. Yeah, I I just, uh, oh my gosh, so grateful. (laughs) So, oh man. All right. So, our next podcast is going to be on the thyroid and sleep. Got it? Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Please tell people where to find you and, you know, where your office is and all that stuff.
1: Yes. So they can uh, find me, they can look for me online. They can just type in Sherry Solartosh. And they will be able to locate me online. Also, I'm in Ashburn,
0: Virginia. If anything, like a feminine touch in your dental care <laughs> is so appreciated, uh, you know, from from for me, yeah.
1: And uh, our phone number is seven zero three seven seven five zero 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 two.
0: And it's Dynamic Dental Wellness in Ashburn, Virginia. Nice dynamic yes. dynamic very true you're just Thank so you. dynamic the amount of care and love that goes into your practice is just amazing and you know i think your your type of one-to-one care and focus is you know going to change the the whole i think the practice of dentistry you know you're only one person obviously you know that but you know if if you're uh, helping as many people as i think you are you know it's it's i think it's i think it's worth your time obviously and i'm i just congratulate you on that
1: i appreciate it thank you so much jen yeah
0: yeah thanks for being on think fit be fit